You're listening to Rama for Today. Now remember the thought learn over there? Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. See, we learn through the word, which is able to save your souls. to wonder about that. You know, I thought, well, dear Lord, I thought my soul was already saved. I didn't know the difference between my spirit and soul. I thought my soul was already saved because we use that term loosely, you see. No, he's writing to Christian people. He, he's saving, he's saying that these Christians here, soul wasn't saved. Now, now let's get back to this word save here for a minute. The, the Greek word translated save here is also translated heal and then sometimes it's translated whole, W-H-O-L-E. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his message, Keys to Successful Christian Living. You don't want to miss this powerful message. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. We also have a Mother's Day special offer. You can find out more about at rhema.org. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's teaching. You remember Isaiah prophesied. For with stammering lips and another tongue will I speak unto this people. Now notice what he said. And this is the rest. Wherewith the weary shall rest. This is the refreshing. Oh, hallelujah. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the rest. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the refreshing. Now there's something else about that. Let's go back just a moment. The Holy Spirit brought something else up here. Uh, there, there, in uh, that was Matthew eleven twenty eight that we were quoting twenty nine a while ago, where Jesus said, "Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest." And He said, "Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, and ye shall find rest unto your souls." Now you need to, the Bible differentiates. You need to differentiate between your spirit and your soul. Your soul is your intellect and the emotional part of your being. Now, so many Christians, you see, don't have rest. Now, they've got rest in their hearts, but their mind's in a turmoil. Their emotional being's all tore up. But you see, take my yoke upon you, now notice what he said, and learn. You notice that? Learn how you're going to find rest. See, come unto me, all you that labor and have laden, and I'll give you rest. See, you'll have rest in your heart and in your spirit by coming to Jesus. But then notice what he said. Take my yoke upon you and learn. How are you going to find rest in your soul? You see, your spirit and soul is not the same. You know, here's a verse that used to, I, I couldn't figure out not for years. And, and I don't know about you, but I just always stay off of something that I don't understand. Somebody said, well, we're going to wade out, you know, tomorrow night in the book of Revelation. And they don't know a thing in the world about it and just wade out there and drown everybody. <laughs> Amen. You better wait till you find out what he's talking about and then get into it. Now, I want to show you something. Open your Bible to James, the first chapter. Open your Bibles to James, the first chapter. Now, you understand this. James didn't write this letter to sinners. He didn't write this to the world. This is written to the church. You know, he didn't write it in chapter and verses. He wrote a letter. 
men divided in chapter and verses for reference sake. And over there in the fifth chapter, you know, in the 14th verse and the 15th, 16th verses, you know where he talks about is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church. See, I want to emphasize church. See, he's talking about the church, believers. So this isn't written to sinners then. Now notice what he said here in the very first chapter of James and this 21st verse. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now remember the thought learn over there? Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn. Receive with meekness the engrafted word. See, we learn through the word which is able to save your souls. I used to wonder about that. You know, I thought, well, dear Lord, I thought my soul was already saved. I didn't know the difference between my spirit and soul. I thought my soul was already saved because we use that term loosely, you see. No, he's writing to Christian people. He, he's, saving, he's saying that these Christians here, soul wasn't saved. Now, now let's get back to this word save here for a minute. The, the Greek word translated save here is also translated heal, and then sometimes it's translated whole, W-H-O-L-E. Uh, you, you, you remember when Jesus, the woman with the, with the issue of blood, you remember that touched Jesus' garment and was healed? Remember that? Remember he said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. That same Greek word that's translated whole there is also translated saved. It's also translated healed. And so in other words, he's saying, Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to make your soul whole or save. Or here's, a, here's another way to say it. Remember the thought, learn. And remember the thought, receiving the Word of God. That's how we learn, through the Word of God. Go back with me again to Romans, the 12th chapter. And see here that Paul is writing to the saints at Rome. Now again, he's not writing to sinners. 12th chapter of Romans. He's not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world. He's writing to people that are born again and filled with the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues. Now notice what he said. In the first verse, Wherefore I beseech ye, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies, see, as a, as a, as a church's whole body or an individual body, to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Now, you see, you're going to have to do something with your body, not God. He did something with your spirit. He imparted eternal life unto your spirit. And your spirit, which is the real man, became a new man in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now then, you'll have to do something with your body. And that's what Paul's saying to the Romans. You need to do something with your body. You need to present your body unto God a living sacrifice. You see, God wants transfigured bodies. Yes, sir. It does make God some difference what you do with your body. Amen. Now then, notice the next verse. Uh, the second verse, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind. Now remember, your mind, your intellect, your emotional part of your being is your soul. 
So in other words, he could really, you could really translate this by the renewing of your soul. Are you listening? Now, remember the 23rd Psalm? We all love so well, so much, that it belongs to us, see. You see, many of these Psalms of the, well, we call it the book of Psalms. Actually, in the Hebrew Bible, there's five books, five books of Psalms. It corresponds to the first five books of the Bible. It was Israel's prayer and song book. And many of these Psalms are prophetic, or they're messianic. They prophesy concerning the coming Messiah. For instance, you read the 22nd Psalm, and you can see a picture of the Calvary. You see a picture of the crucifixion. Now the 23rd Psalm, we're living in it right now. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, didn't he? Then in the 24th Psalm, you see Jesus as the coming King of kings and Lord of lords upon the earth. Now he's King of kings and Lord of lords in our life, but he's not King of kings and Lord of lords as yet upon the whole earth, but he will be. So now then, we're living in the 23rd Psalm right now. That's present tense. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. Now, we'll not quote all of it, but you go on reading through it, you know, and enjoy it. But now notice this statement there. He restoreth my soul. Does what? Restoreth my soul. Now, did you notice the expression actually... The Greek word translated renew in Romans 12, 2, and the Hebrew word translated restore here mean the same thing. After all, restore and renew means the same thing even in our English. For instance, here's, you have an old piece of furniture. Well, you don't want to throw it away. You want to save it. So you renew it or restore it. We have a chair. My wife and I have a, a chair that, uh, that actually I got from my mother when she went on to be with the Lord, and, and she got it from her mother. Now, I can trace that chair back at least 125 years. And then I also have, uh, well, I call it a bookcase. You could use it as a china closet. It's, it's glass with shelves in it, you see. And, and also, that was my grandmother's. I can trace it back about 125 years, see. Amen. Now then, uh, we took this chair, though, and, and restored it, renewed it. We took this, this bookcase, I use it as a bookcase there in the study at home, and renewed it, restored it. You see what I mean? It's identically the same bookcase, but it's just renewed and restored. Do you ever stop to think about it? That's what he's talking about, the mind of man. Our spirits became a new man. It's brand new. Uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. One translation said he's a new species. That means he's something that never existed before. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See? But now the soul is renewed, restored, saved. See, he restores my soul. Praise God. Now notice this. Let's go back to our scripture there in Matthew 11. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. You'll find rest. Praise God. You'll find rest. But now notice this. Take my yoke upon you and learn. Learn, 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 learn. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to do what? Save your souls. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed how? By the renewing of your minds. 
You see, many times there's turmoil in people's minds. There's upheaval in their emotional areas because they have not taken his yoke upon them and learned of him. How are we going to do it? How are we going to get our minds renewed with the Word of God? Learn to think in line with God's Word. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And you can go to rhema.org and you can find out all about us. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to the Word of Faith. Uh, there are also uh, archived conference videos there. You can listen to Rhema for Today, the radio broadcast. Right. Everything there on rhema.org. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Keys to Successful Christian Living. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.